When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the first time in the history of their program, Jackson State is the center of the college football universe here in Jackson, Mississippi, where they will be welcoming their rivals, the Southern University Jags, to town for the Boombox Classic, a rivalry that dates back to 1929. Jackson State head coach Deion Sanders said he wasn't surprised when he heard we were coming to town. He expects this kind of stuff, right? Why not us? We'll talk about this matchup and things going on in college football here on College Football Live. Christine Williamson alongside David Pollock and Des Minhoward. Okay, so De- you guys, when I when I landed yesterday, yep. I could feel the energy. People yeah. in the in the airport were ready. How, how does yeah. it feel to be here in Jackson? Oh, it feels good. I mean, it's it's uh, it started, I think, last signing day with Travis Hunter, one of yeah. the best recruits in the Huge. country, going, I'm yeah. going to Jackson State. Everybody's was like, what? what, what? <laughs> See, what happened was, yeah. uh-huh. and obviously the excitement that Dion on primetime brings right. and you could tell then the product on the field now has changed yeah. they're undefeated and then des now college game day first time since 2008 has been to uh, hbc yeah all right so let's talk about this jackson state team they have improved every year since deon sanders arrived as head coach in 2020 they went four and three in a covid shortened season in year one but last year went 11 and two and made the celebration bowl now the team is seven and oh for the second time in the past 60 seasons averaging over 40 points per game. Des, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. How would you say, what have you seen in the improvements that Coach Prime has made here? Well, Christine, I, I landed a little earlier because I came in and did an interview with, with Coach Prime. Right. And uh, so I got a chance to really go around town and talk to people. And even unsolicited, people would come up to me and say, we just love what Dion has brought to Jackson. We love what Dion is doing for the community. Like, I'm just walking around. I'm not asking anybody anything. So <laughs> you talk about how you can feel it. Like, you can really feel the energy that's here because of Coach Prime and what he's been, been able to bring. And obviously, he's brought in some sponsors like Procter & Gamble, Pepsi, Walmart did their field, American Airlines. So he's just been able to do a lot, not only for the program, and the community, but for HBCUs in general, because now a lot of people are starting to pay attention to HBCUs. Yeah, and there's great football everywhere. You, yeah. you see the NFL, it's littered with people. Who's that? What exactly. do you play call? Right. I don't know, but he's yeah. good. Like, exactly. So finding talent and, and obviously, you know, bringing a, 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 the electricity. And here's what I love the most. The thing I love the most about yes, Dion is yeah. Dion's old school. Deion ain't going to be like, hey, man, how are you feeling? They're right. like, shut your mouth and go to work. Like, <laughs> and I love that personally right, because exactly. I think kids need that more nowadays. They need to be talked to the hard way. Like, hey, we ain't all go to the NFL, okay? Work your butt off. Right. See what happens. Learn about discipline. Learn about toughness. Dion's about that, and that's what I love. I'm glad you brought that up because I was at practice, and I, I noticed the uniformity of the team. Everyone had on black socks. No one had their shirts out. Everyone had their jerseys tucked in. Wow. No earrings. You know, that type of uniformity is old school. It's going to be his way or you can, you can leave. You can leave the program. So I really like the fact that you brought that up because I respect that. Isn't that crazy that yeah. Dion does that when he yeah. used to have all the, black, <laughs> the chains, the earrings? Like, it's yeah. just, it's interesting when you grow up and Dion's like, nah, you ain't doing that here. <laughs> 
practice with all the chains and earrings and stuff yeah. on. He may have used it. You know, you know where after practice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned your conversation that you had with him earlier. We'll have that later in the show. Let's take a look at uh, the other games that we have this weekend in FBS. There are a bunch of big games. At noon, ABC, Notre Dame heads to Syracuse for a tricky ACC road test. And in the Big Ten, two big games in the East Division as Michigan State heads 90 minutes southeast to take on Michigan in Ann Arbor. And Ohio State takes on Penn State. Speaking of the Buckeyes, now take a look at the Heisman update brought to you by Nissan. C.J. Stroud, the Buckeyes quarterback, is currently the odds-on favorite to win the award according to Caesar Sportsbook. And if you look at his season, there's no question as to why. He ranks first in all of FBS and QBR in passing touchdowns, averaging four per game. David, his team is taking on Penn State tomorrow. Uh, is Ohio State's offense enough to carry them to a win on the road? Yes. I mean, I think their offense is the best part of their team, and they've got playmakers everywhere, and it's an embarrassment of riches, and it's great. But obviously, their offense wasn't enough last year, and they had one of the best offenses in the country. Right. And their defense let them down time and time again. So they're going to need their defense. But I, watching this Ohio State offense, they're more balanced than they've been. They're okay running the football. but So I think their offense can absolutely carry the day and win a bunch of games. But when you need it in close games last year against Michigan and yeah. close games against Oregon, exactly. you yeah. need to have that defense too. No, I agree with you. I think as the, uh, the season grows older, the schedule should get a little bit more complicated and a little tougher, and they should start playing and better opponents. Uh, Penn State, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to slow down the offense, but I think Penn State's offense may have uh, some success against Ohio State's defense. And uh, you're looking at a group that, you know, two weeks ago, obviously, against Michigan, Oof. they were exposed, but then the Oof. next week, they came back under the lights against Minnesota, and they played extremely well. And this is what we expect from the Nittany Lions defense. You know, they got Joey Porter Jr. He's a shutdown corner, probably a first-round draft pick. If I'm their defense, I'm going to put him on one of those receivers for Ohio State, and then I'll just run a zone coverage with the rest of them, and I'll, you know, take what I can get. Make sure that they pressure C.J. Stroud. See behind I was going to say, I'm, I'm slightly behind distracted. You, uh, no, go back to that single of Dez. Really Let's see what we got. Single my man up. They were doing push-ups out there. They were dancing. I guess we're not going to do that. Okay, so since 2000, the Nittany Lions are 1-19 against AP top five teams. The last time it happened was in 2016. That's the one win that they at home against Ohio State, right? Number two, Ohio State. Yeah. Locked the field so. goal, ran it back. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. All right, let's take a look at today's road test presented by Goodyear for Kentucky. This is their biggest test of the season as they cross the border to take on a Tennessee offense that is arguably the best in the country. The Wildcats, however, have a great defense that ranks inside the top 20 nationally in a host of categories, including ninth in points per game allowed. Dez, yeah. who do you give the edge in this matchup? Kentucky's defense or Tennessee's offense? Oh, well, hey. I mean, come on. Talk about a loaded question. I tell you what, listen. I- I've seen Tennessee's offense live and in person uh-huh. twice. I saw him against the Gators in Knoxville, and I was like, okay, man, this Hendon Hooker, he's good. They got a really good offense. But then I saw him live against Alabama, and when they went toe-to-toe with the Giant, and then he was, like, going toe-to-toe with Bryce Young, I saw both of those quarterbacks elevate their game to another level. Jalen Hyatt went bananas. And I said, this Tennessee team, this offense at least, is nothing to play with because what they can do is put an, an incredible amount of pressure on the other team's offense to try to score points because you know they're going to score and they're going to score quickly. So I think that 
you know, I would have to give the nod to Tennessee's offense because Hendon Hooker. And, right. and right now, to me, he's the overall favorite to win the Heisman because of his performances on the field right. and because who he's done it against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we're taking this offense versus every defense. Yeah. Man. Every, I mean, they, they made Alabama look stupid. Yeah. Yes, we said yeah. that. They made Alabama look abs- <laughs> They made Alabama look like a JV defense, yeah. not a talented defense with a bunch of draft picks. This, this offense is going to get theirs. Is their team going to be good enough and their defense and their special teams? Right. Um, I, I don't think there's any doubt. We're, gonna, we're not worried about the offense. It will be about the other components. Yeah. Uh, the last time that these two teams matched up as AP top 25 teams, do you know when that was? It was a minute ago. 98. 1951. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> it's been a minute. Okay. Let's keep this SEC ball rolling. Under Kirby Smart, Georgia has been defined by defense, and this year is much more of the same. They are one of the two teams in FBS allowing less than 10 points per game. The other is Illinois. And it's been tough for teams to get off to a good start against the Bulldogs. Georgia is one of three FBS teams that have yet to surrender a first-quarter touchdown this season. And the Bulldogs are fourth in the nation in yards allowed per game giving up just 247. The fewest yards Florida has gained this season in a game was 279 against Kentucky, the loss that came 26-16. to 16. All right, David, any concern for Georgia in the cocktail party? No, I don't think there's concern. I think I want to know more about Georgia. We talk about schedules. I, I know they played Oregon week one and dismantled Oregon, but, like, I think the stretch coming up for Georgia, Florida, Kentucky, or Florida, Tennessee next week, Kentucky. Like, I think we're going to learn a lot about Georgia down the stretch, yeah. uh, and I'll be interested to learn that. This defense is good. It's putting up great numbers, um, and, and, but it'll play a, a pretty good offense in Florida that can run the football and has a little bit more balance. Yeah, you know, i tell you what. You know, I'm just – my concern is Georgia becoming complacent, becoming kind of content, and then playing down to the level of their competition. And that's, you know, we've seen that this season. We saw it against Kent State, you know, late in that game. They let Kent State score a lot of points. And then we saw it in the Missouri game. I mean, Missouri was winning that game into deep into the fourth quarter. So, that's my biggest concern. And they didn't do that last year. They didn't do that last year. They did not. Not at all. They had had different leadership that would not allow that to happen. So that's like only my my biggest concern. Outside of that, they shouldn't have any issue with Florida. I mean, we got Anthony Richardson. He needs to be the best player on the field by far if they're going to even compete with Georgia in the what do you call it? The largest cocktail the party? Largest, yeah, the cocktail, cocktail party. Largest yeah, yeah, cocktail yeah. party? I don't think that, they, they don't, <laughs> they, they don't you, want that. They, they don't, don't allow you to call, you to call yeah, that anymore. Jacksonville doesn't want that, right, right, that, right. that right. moniker. But the game's right. not going to be there much longer anyways. It's about to go home and home. I don't so. see why they was doing it there anyway. No. All right, so money. Billy Napier, obviously, first time as a head coach at Florida going up against Georgia. The last five out of seven coaches have won the matchup, their first matchup. So, I mean, oh, there's really? a chance. You're saying there's a chance. I mean, it's a tall pass, but you're saying there's a chance. All right, up next on College Football Live, Des went one-on-one with Coach Prime Deion Sanders to discuss his mission here at Jackson State. This Heisman Update is brought to you by Nissan, premier partner of the Heisman Trophy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
Jackson State rivalry go back many years. It's evolved into its own classic game. Now there's the Boombox Classic. It's the Sonic Boom versus the Human Jukebox. This is a really big thing. You got the two premier swag schools. They in the East, we in the West. It makes this phenomenal atmosphere. It's almost better than homecoming. That is a taste of Why Not Us, an eight-part episode original on ESPN+. Plus, Streaming now on ESPN+. Plus. All right, Jackson State headlines a big day of HBCU games across the SWAT conference. Hugh Jackson and Grambling host Alcorn State at 3 Eastern on ESPN+. Plus, and at 4 Eastern, Florida A&M, who are just one game back of Jackson State in the East Division, hosts Arkansas Pine Bluff. Desmond Howard, I understand you have something special for us. Yeah, so I had an opportunity to sit down with the GOAT, Coach Prime, and um, talk to him about why why is he at Jackson State and and his mission. And we talked about the trials and tribulations of being a head coach at HBCU. But he also talked about the, the pleasure and the joy that he gets in coaching. So my walkaway was Coach Prime loves being here at Jackson State. Coach Prime, what does this game Saturday against Southern represent? First of all, let's talk about y'all being here. Okay. That yes, represents sir. a lot. Yes, sir. It's history. It's historical. Absolutely. It, it takes the HBCU to a whole nother light. It's like the best darn appetizing salad you ever had. <laughs> but we still got to give you the main course. You've had so many people reach out and offer their support. Hey, three is in the house today, baby. I can't see a Why do you think so many different people have lent their support to you in this program, Prime? They can see it's genuine. Mm-hmm. They can see it's authentic. I think people understand that I'm trying to help these young men yeah. in every way imaginable. Yeah. And they want to assist in that endeavor. But check me out, Mom. Throw me that hat. Getting a guy like Travis Hunter oh, to come to Jackson State, what does that mean for the future of recruiting? The sky's the limit. Yeah. Once upon a time, uh, HBCU didn't dare mm-hmm. call, write, uh, text, email, Instagram, uh, getting them DMs of a, <laughs> of a four or five star. Yeah. Now it's normalcy. What type of player is Travis Hunter? Desmond, man, I I know you may not believe this, but this boy way better than I was at this age and stage. He's just as good as a receiver as he is a DB. Okay. Like, Travis could be a first-rounder either or. Gotcha. But the kid has it. Sanders. Touchdown! The boys, the composure from Shadour Sanders. What does your son Shadour bring to this team? Leadership. Okay. Stability. Um, consistency mm-hmm. and a level head. When I'm getting at him, uh-huh. <laughs> he just says something. Calm down, man. Calm down. Boy, tell your daddy to calm down. Hey, what's yeah. wrong with you? But he rocks that. You can't rattle him. He rocks that. If the phone rang before this mission was complete, if it was a call from the NFL or the Power no, Five. I'm not, I'm not going to the NFL. So the I mean, only, only one you would answer would be the Power Five. I would entertain. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to. Going to the Power Five don't change my lifestyle. Right. But guess what? It changes my coaches. So I got to weigh all options. I'm a moment kind of guy. 
I'm going to dominate this moment, man. Understood. Yeah, then I'll move on to the next moment. But right now, I'm going to dominate this thing. Great combo, Dez. We have somebody here elevating our set just a little bit. Dave Walker, who will be calling this game tomorrow? You look good. I'm just saying. Uh, you're, ele- you're elevating us on suit. Jacket looks We're just good. over here with, you know, but down. Down. Mike, Mike, give me my jacket. <laughs> I've seen what y'all do. Don't worry, first of all, let David Pollock out. Oh, of course. You never did that, man. That's not hard to do, Jay. Low ceiling, baby. I love it. I love it. Okay, Jay, what do you see as the future for not only Prime, Coach Prime, but also this Jackson State team? Wow, what a loaded question. I mean, talking with Coach Prime, you know, you're around a lot of coaches, and a lot of coaches say, you know, anything is possible. But Coach Prime is one of those guys where, like, everything is possible. Like, everything. Like, he thinks he can go out there, recruit enough guys to compete against some of the biggest schools in the country if he stays the course. I think it was a natural fit with them, with the partnership that they have. But ultimately, what he's done for the HBCU culture as a whole, anytime you have that much success, you're going to have what we call the haters. Uh But the haters have loved to have a true appreciation for what he's done because you cannot not give him credit for the achievements that HBCUs have done. I mean, we're here. Yeah. I mean, we're here. Uh, Last season, two seasons ago, you wouldn't be here. But here, here now, the spotlight is on. His players are performing. And that's not sleep. That 7-0 record has a whole lot to do with why he's getting the attention. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you what. You know, you mentioned discipline. You, you mentioned change. the type of players. <laughs> I like how he just, just tried to I just go into it, it like nothing happened. I just, I just stepped <laughs> like into the booth. Like he didn't just change clothes. Just stepped into the booth real quick. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but the thing I loved about talking to Coach Prime and talking to some of the players, especially like Travis Hunter, because you saw like mega stars coming through, like Rick Rose, right? Rick Ross, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was here a week ago at homecoming. And I said, Travis, how was it meeting Snoop Dogg in the locker room? He said, Mr. Howard, I have to tell you, before the game, I didn't even know he was in the locker room. I was so focused on playing the game that day in my opponent that I didn't even realize that we had what I call a a mega international superstar in the locker room. And that speaks to what type of program Prime is running. I mean, these guys, they know, they have a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong, because they have to be creative. They don't have a huge budget. They have a very small budget. So they have to be creative and keeping these guys engaged and things of that nature. But when it's time to work, they work. And I respect that, David. Yeah, and I just wonder how long this will work here because I think somebody's going to want it. I think somebody's going to want Dion. That's not a knock against Dion. That's not a knock against what they've built. It's, it's, they're going to look at Dion Sanders and go, wait a minute, in a power five? Yeah. That looked pretty dang good too. So, yeah. you know, with Dion and his personality, he's going to get kids. Like yeah. he's already got, you talked about the sponsors. He's already been able to, yeah. to acquire here. Exactly. Like, he could do that elsewhere, yeah. too. And so I think that could be an opportunity for him down the road. And, and he'll get that opportunity. It's just a matter of if he wants to do it. You know, and we call it the noise. There's a lot of noise. Where's he going to next? What's he doing? But, you know, when you have an ultimate team is when it's like us against the world. And nice. because they're in this box right now, they're using it to perfection. It's Jackson State versus the whole FCS, HBCU, any community out there. That's why this team is so tight. They can handle all the outside distractions. They don't worry about it. They just go out there and try and win football games. A reminder to tune in to that game, the Boombox Classic, set to kick off at 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN3. So you can hang out with that guy. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for <laughs> elevating us a little bit. You know, that's how his jacket on. All right, tomorrow on College Game Day, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders joins the show. Gene Wojciechowski 
Week with a Halloween treat as he visits UConn head coach Demora's actually haunted house and we'll have an all-access field pass ahead of a Big Ten showdown between Ohio State and Penn State. More College Football Live when we come back. I was flying back. All right, our Saturday night football game. Jim Harbaugh, number four Michigan host, rival Michigan State at the Big House. The 115th battle for the Paul Bunyan Trophy. Sean McDonough and Todd Blackledge have the call at 7.30 Eastern on ABC and the ESPN app. All right, now we go to the Big 12. Kansas State quarterback Adrian Martinez will be a game-time decision. The transfer from Nebraska is dealing with an apparent leg injury. He left last week's game against TCU after just one series. His team, the Wildcats, face Oklahoma State tomorrow. Des, I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah. What chances does K-State, K-State have right. against Oklahoma State without if they don't have their quarterback? I tell you what, without Adrian Martinez, you know, we watched him at Nebraska, and he came down to Manhattan and seemed to just change his whole game around. He's such a great dual-threat quarterback. That's a large part of their offense missing without him at the quarterback position because, you know, he's throwing the ball extremely well, but he's just an excellent runner with the ball in his hands. Runs the zone read to perfection without Adrian Martinez. Now, they got my guy Deuce Vaughn. He's good, even though he got banged up against the Cyclones. He's okay. But without Adrian Martinez, David, I just don't see them having the the productivity from the offense that they're going to need to beat Oklahoma State. Is it fair to blame Gene? Gene went and spent time with, with <laughs> you know, with Martinez well, last week. Did I, think, really? I think it's Gene's fault. He did a piece oh, on him last Gene week. The Gene Jinx, show. huh? I think it's the Gene Jinx. Wow. I completely blame I, I feel like that. it doesn't count Jean if it's one about that. Yes. That's not how it works. But last week, they did okay with the yeah. backup. Howard came in and did a nice job. Um, yeah. But it, the offense definitely looked totally different. And, and by the way, this is big stakes, too. Whoever wins this game is still looking pretty good in the Big 12. Yeah, the Big exactly. 12 is weird this season. I mean, I feel like, obviously, the only reason I we think don't use weird. We it doesn't different. look, it's different, okay? <laughs> it's different <laughs> than usual because it doesn't yeah. look anything like, like what we've seen in right, the Big right. 12 before. Every week, you're like competitive, competitive games. Extremely competitive. Like, yeah. The yeah. biggest spread in the Big 12 this week is seven and a half points. Really? Like, that's almost every single Wild. week. It's just really good games. Wow. No, that's, that says a lot right there. Yeah. I was looking for super. I was about to say, you must have been studying the spread. That was a super dog uh, statement. It's going right to be a big, a big day tomorrow from here in Jackson, That's Mississippi. Right. Check out oh, go. oh, my goodness. Candace. Didn't know that was going to happen. We'll oh, see yeah. you brother, tomorrow. Give my brother a hands up. Give my brother a warning. That's all I'm saying.